welcome. It's the babes, Diana, Beth, Erica, and me, Terry, the youngest babe. Hey! <laughs> we are so glad that you have tuned in. So sit back, kick up your feet, and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here we are back again with Helpful Hints. You may have heard in a previous show that I have all these great books from the 70s, <laughs> maybe early 80s, Mary Ellen's The Best of Helpful Hints. And some of this stuff, oh. it, it was good back then, but today it's really funny. So here's one I'm going to start out with, and the title is Funnier Than the Solution. It's called... How to hide nail holes from the landlady. <laughs> I think that's still very, very Somebody relevant. Somebody that that's information funny. today. That's pretty funny. Rub toothpaste into the hole and smooth with a damp sponge. That's oh, perfect. There you go. Provided the toothpaste is white. Uh, provided oh. the wall is white. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right. That's true. Okay. Yeah, you, the little putty you would use, right? Or yeah. spackle, yeah. I think. You'd would, think. That's what we used was spackle. Absolutely. Yeah, Who's got another one? Oh, oh, I, I, have one. I have one. Um, tenderizing meat is always a topic. Oh, yeah. You know. Always a topic. Even, even in the <laughs> old days, today, whatever. Currently. Yeah, so here are some helpful hints for you. For boiled meat... Add a tablespoon of vinegar to the cooking water. Boiled okay. meat. What meat right. do you boil anymore? Well, you well don't. if you make a stew. Boiled chicken? No, if you make a stew, it's, it's essentially boiling. You're cooking it in liquid. Okay. Oh, so I'm maybe, just thinking like a maybe pot a, of water. No, and like, uh, like maybe uh, a pot roast or something like that. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I could that's, do a pot that's roast. That's what I think. I like a pot okay. roast. All right. For tough meat or game, though, make a marinade of equal parts cooking vinegar and heated bouillon. Marinate for two hours, and that's it. Well, it'll, no. be, it'll, be, it'll be vinegar and bullion. Vinegar. vinegar and bullion. Vinegar works on everything. Yeah. Here we go. Vinegar is a marvelous product. Clean your windows or marinate your meat. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is too Jake. funny. Simply rub in a mixture of cooking vinegar and oil. Allow to stand for two hours. Stand for two hours. Two, two hours. hours. Vinegar and two hours. Now, who and stands, you, you or the meat? Stand up, meat. Stand up. Okay. And my favorite, if you want to stew an old hen, <laughs> soak it in vinegar. For several hours before cooking. Oh, my. And guess what? <laughs> it will taste just like a spring chicken. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Come on, Terry, you got to have You must one. have some helpful oh, hints, Terry. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, these are kind of handy dandies to kind of go along with your spackling and the toothpaste on the wall kind of thing. But if you don't have a magnetic screwdriver, you know how the little screws are yeah. always falling yeah, and yeah, you want yeah, them yeah, to, yeah. Get, to stick to the screwdriver, right? Yeah. Well, you can actually... Glue the screw to the screwdriver. That's what the book says. Glue the Glue. screw to the <laughs> screwdriver? Well, then... What? Well, use a drop of rubber cement. Oh. So it's not like totally well, permanent. Actually, that's not a bad idea. No, I know. So when the glue is dried enough to hold the screw, you put it in place and tighten it. And then you just pull on the screwdriver and the blade will easily break loose from the rubber cement. Who would have thought? I know. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's nuts. But it would work. What do you got for us, Diane? Well, we're staying with the chicken theme here. Yes. <laughs> um, if you're fortunate enough to have fresh chicken instead of a, what was it? An, An old, old hen. Okay. <laughs> Here's a really helpful hint for y'all. Never, never buy a chicken on a Monday. 
Monday, Monday. <laughs> Why not? Because it's likely you'll get one that wasn't bought by the weekend. And according oh. to this helpful hints book, um, fresh chicken should be used within three days. So if you happen to get oh. it on a Friday, lucky enough, but you actually can't cook it until a Monday, what you need mm. to do is wrap it um, take the uh, polyethylene wrap, the plastic wrap <laughs> off of it, loosely wrap the chicken in wax paper, and then refrigerate it. So uh-huh. if you get it on a Friday, but you can't cook it till Monday, this is what you do to keep it fresh. But if you have to wait till Monday, don't buy it on Monday because it's not fresh. Oh, my God. It will God. be an old hand. Listen, do you guys remember? Oh I don't know if this is where you grew up, probably in Michigan, same as Chicago, but yeah. with the butcher's union... You could not buy meat like it was after six and never on Sunday. Do you remember that? Oh, well, stores used, they to, used be to be closed on Sunday. They used yes. to they Things used to closed. have that big orange netting they put over the the chicken and the steaks and everything, mm-hmm. and you could not. Oh. It was a butcher's union rules. You could not buy meat after six and never on Sunday, even when the stores were open on Sunday. Wow. And if you were Catholic, you didn't, wouldn't eat chicken on a Friday anyway because you'd eat fish. Yeah, no yeah, meat. No, no meat, meat on Friday. No meat, no Meatless meat. Fridays. I right. remember those. Remember yeah. That? yeah. We did a lot of fish fries. Yeah, we did a lot of cream tuna on toast. No, oh my God. Not so I was, much. Fun. I was Lutheran. I had steak. <laughs> <laughs> what? Soak it in a little vinegar. It comes out perfect. <laughs> series of 47 years later, Sandy Johnson's sister Janice had awakened from a coma brought on by an accident in 1970. In our last episode, Sandy arranged a double date with she and her boyfriend Mark and an old friend of Janice that she ran into at the supermarket. Turns out that back in the day, Janice was a little more than friends with Ralph, better known as Surf Dog, who now owns an enormous chain of beach stores called Surf Dog Sugar Shack. Jan left with Surf Dog to see his, um, sugar shack, and it's noon the next day. No one has heard a word from either of them, and Mom is ready to call the police. Mom, I'm sure Jan is fine. She and Surf Dog, I, I, I mean, Ralph probably just got carried away talking about old times, and it turned into the wee hours of the morning. Wee hours? Wee hours? Sandy, you said they both left the restaurant last night at 9 p.m., and this man said he'd bring her home. It's 12.33 in the afternoon. It's not the wee hours. It's the next day. How could you let this happen? I depend on you to watch out for your little sister. Mom, she's in her 60s. She's not a baby. She's been in a coma for 47 years. She's only 17 in her head. What if he makes unwanted advances? What if he, 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 oh my God, Sandy, what were you thinking? Mom, calm down. She knew him years ago. They were friends. I'm sure he wouldn't do anything unless she wanted him to. I, I, I mean, I mean, he wouldn't do anything she didn't want. I, I, uh, oh, hell, Mom, she's an adult. What if he takes away her virginity, huh? You'll be responsible for that, Sandy. <laughs> Mom, what are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? Your sweet little sister was never familiar with boys. She has always been a good little girl. Or are you telling me? Wait a minute. You said surf dog. Don't tell me this is that beach bum that your father threw out of the house when he caught him on the couch with her. Are you telling me that? Oh my God, 
Sandy. I need a glass of wine. Mom, it's just afternoon. You don't drink in the day. In fact, you really don't drink at all. Well, by now, Mom's head is spinning, and she's at the cabinet pouring a glass of wine. Sandy's trying to calm her down and trying not to tell her that back in the day, little Janice was not quite the goody-two-shoes that her mom thought she was. Huh? Mom is so upset that Sandy is starting to worry that she might have a heart attack. After all, she is in her late 80s now. Mom, it's not good for your heart to down an entire glass of wine and then pour a second one within 60 seconds. Well, it's quicker than a baby aspirin. Oh, my God! What am I going to tell your father when he gets home? Nothing. We say nothing. Here, Sandy, you need a glass of wine, too. Just then, they both hear a loud roar outside. It's a motorcycle. Wait. I remember that motorcycle from 47 years ago. Sandy and Mom both chug their wine and head for the front door. Just as they enter the living room, they hear the motorcycle pull away, and Jan walks in the door. I feel wonderful. Well, good for you. I feel like hell, you stupid ass. You made Mom crazy with worry, and she's making it all my fault. I'm stressed over her because she's stressed over you. What's wrong with you guys? Wrong? What's wrong, you say? Where have you been all night, young lady? With that beach bum your sister let you take off with? And all night, I might add? What have you got to say for yourself? Wait till your father gets home, and furthermore, you are grounded. Uh, Mom, you can't ground her. She's in her 60s. Nevertheless, I am waiting for an explanation. And Sandy, get me another glass of wine. <laughs> oh, life is wonderful. I've been with Surf Dog all night. And guess what? We're engaged. Engaged? Well, good thing Sandy was standing next to her mom because she had to catch her as she got woozy from the news and almost passed out. Good thing there was a dining room chair nearby. Surf Dog is wonderful. Oh, he's even sweeter and more kind than he was years ago. And talk about romantic. Hey, 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 Jan, are you remembering that Mom is standing here? Sandy, I need to sit down. It's okay. I got you, Mom. No, Mom, don't be upset. This is wonderful. Ever since I woke up, I've been trying to figure out how I'm ever going to adjust to a world that's 47 years ahead of me. And now I know. He's a beach bum. Well, Mom, that's not exactly true. See, maybe he used to be a beach bum, but while Jan was sleeping, he was building a small empire. What's that, you say? What do you mean, empire? She's right, Mom. Surf Dog owns Surf Dog's Sugar Shacks, the largest beach shops in the United States. Really? Yeah. 2,350 locations worldwide. And he said it started when he and I were out one night. And I said, baby, you love the beach so much that you should own it. Sandy? Yes, Mom? This is an awful lot to take in. I, I say let's go back into the kitchen and open three more bottles of wine. One for each of us. Well, this is surely a turn of events. Mom was ready to kill Surf Dog and his motorcycle, but now she needs time to process this whole matter. Maybe this new, or should I say, returning love in Jan's life might 
might not be too bad after all. What do you think her father will say? Tune in again for future episodes of 47 Years Later and find out. (laughs) Hey, you guys, did you hear about the lady that gave birth on the plane last week? No, No, for real? For real. JetBlue. JetBlue? A JetBlue plane. And it was really funny because on the side of the plane, it just happened to say, born to be blue. (laughs) Get out of here. I swear to you, there are photos. You can find them on the internet. Do you know what this reminds me of? Like, you know, is there a doctor in the house, you know? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, it was a really short flight. It was from Puerto Rico to Fort Lauderdale, which is in Florida. It was like under three hours. Uh So did the woman come on the plane in labor? And then just have the baby on the plane? I mean, I don't even understand how this works. Who is it a citizen of if it's born in midair, I wonder? Well, I I don't know. The thought just crossed my mind, but moving on. Okay, but born to be blue, of course, the baby was a... Boy. Exactly. Oh, my. Isn't that funny? And they say that it's... Well, first of all, they said everybody was watching. It was probably more exciting than any movie they offered anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and oh they had God, people coming around. Well, you know what? They said it's really great. It's very rare that a baby is born on a plane. But if they are, usually the airline does a lot of nice things for them. Oh. So this baby is probably going to get all kinds of perks and this and that because it's a, it's a good story, I guess. It is. But isn't there a rule you're not supposed to yes, fly? You're not supposed to fly in your third trimester. Exactly. And you're not definitely not supposed to fly anywhere near your due date. But no. they said the baby was fine, so I don't know but, if maybe she was just carrying small or nobody noticed that she might have been well, big because sometimes they'll stop you and ask you. Well, and sometimes things just happen too. I mean, maybe she didn't do it on purpose. Okay, yeah, but I mean, I'm think just, about it. The I'm flight is under the three hours. People labor for a long time yes, usually. They do. In less than three hours, she got on the plane in the air, popped out the baby. They landed, and she was on her merry way. I mean, that <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> So that's one crazy lady, right? To get on a plane when you're that pregnant. Okay. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to segue into my next. I think it's a little crazy, but you might disagree with me. Oh, we might disagree. I bet we'll think it's crazy too. A lady's getting married. She has a beautiful dress on. Very lovely. Coming down the aisle. And on her back, she's wearing her two-year-old. What? What? <laughs> Think about it. She has like one of those In carriers. Back Oh, for God's like. sake. She's wearing her a baby carrier on her back. Was she marrying the father of the two-year-old? Yes, as a matter of fact, she was. I'm just curious. <laughs> she was marrying the father. I don't father, know why I asked. But I she wondered. walks the baby all the way down the aisle, and for the entire ceremony, the baby stays on her back. Why? Because she said it would help to keep her quiet. What? And that it would be it would be better if the baby was there. It would be more normal because the baby's always with them everywhere. In fact, the baby went with them on their honeymoon after that was over. Well, but why didn't they just hold its hand and walk down the aisle with it? Him or her. I said it because I don't know if it was him or her. I wasn't being rude. It was a little girl, and I'm not sure why not. I guess she just figured it was a better look. But, I mean, she had a beautiful, there was a photo, a beautiful (laughs) wedding gown on, and then she straps this baby to her back. Would you do that? No. No. Cut the cord. If your kid is going to fuss because it isn't touching you, 
then that's a problem. Right. I know. No, I think that's hysterical. I wonder what everybody else thinks. I don't know. You should you should let us know what you think. Would you walk down the aisle in a wedding dress with your baby strapped to your back? Yeah. Two-year-old, as a matter of fact, not even an infant, a two-year-old. A no. two-year-old. A well, two-year-old, yeah. Isn't a two-year-old getting kind of heavy to, to carry in one of Obviously. those? Well, maybe she wanted to get her exercise in while she walked down the aisle. I don't know. I can but... see her walking down the aisle, tapping her Fitbit. Right. Okay. okay. I get double points for this. Uh, yeah, more. I can use up some more calories. I can eat at the wedding. This is great. Oh, my God. I know. It's kind of funny, huh? Yeah. Good thing she didn't have twins. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. I, I can think of other things to say, but I'm not going. I'm going to bite my lip. <laughs> And end it right here. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite times, bloopers and outtakes. Here you go. <laughs> I depend on you to watch out for your little sister. Mom, she's in her 60s. You know, we got to do that line again. <clears throat> you know what? Because you said you started, bring her you kept the table. home. Okay. Yeah, and the table. What did I do for home? You just bring her home. You left a big space. Well, I guess I could have tightened you it up. You could have tightened it up. Well, too yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Is it Never too late? Mind. Did you erase it? No, I didn't erase anything. We're still rolling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do it again. We'll pick the best one. All right. Okay. You want me to start? We hours. There? Yeah. Okay. Go. Surf Dog owns Surf Dog Sugar Shacks. The do largest... that line again because Surf Dog Sugar Shack got lost. Do the Janice again. (laughs) Love our show? Well, heck, tell your friends. They can find us on Apple Podcasts, on www.dbtv.com, or at our website, www.babesandvoiceland.com. Sharing is caring, you know. (laughs) 